get your team off the floor, go off site, dress up, get all slick, right? Do your <laughs> hair, right? Right? Get looking good, have fun, celebrate, and learn from each other's biggest improvements that you've done throughout the last three months. That was Sean Gale, Director of Lean Manufacturing for the Interior Division of Lippert Components. And now Lippert uses celebrations with their team members to drive employee engagement and generate fantastic results from their lean transformation. You'll hear more right after the intro. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast, where we cover five topics in five days in about five minutes. The only place in the world where you can get daily lean coaching. Your host is Tom Reed, and he shares his 30 years of experience and covers leadership, culture, entrepreneurship, lean methodologies, industry 4.0, and interviews special guests on their lean journey. We're glad you're here. So let's go. Welcome to the American Lean Podcast. It's Friday, so that means we're going to talk with an organization on their lean journey. Today, I'm lucky enough to be talking with Sean Kale, the Director of Lean Manufacturing for the Interior Division of LCI, which is Lippert Components Incorporated. Lippert is a 9,000-employee company with 70 sites across the world and $2.5 billion in sales. Sean, welcome into the American Lean Podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's start real simple. Tell us about yourself and your business. So again, my name is Sean Kale. Uh, I'm a CMU graduate, so Central Michigan University. That's kind of where my lean journey started, right? So self-taught, reading a lot of books. Uh, but I took one class called Humanitarian Lean, which kind of allowed me to take the lean practices into the humanitarian world with some nonprofits that I work with and implement biosand water filters, make that process a little bit easier for them to collect clear, clean water, as well as impacting and, and documenting their impact to their health as well. Um, and then as well as I was a chef for a while, so I was able to practice some of those best practices like 5S, TPM, flow, time studies, combines in the culinary atmosphere. And then I started my career at LCI in 2013. I was the first lean coordinator in the organization, and okay. I was probably a director after three years. Awesome. You tell us a little about humanitarian lean. I've never heard that. Thank you again for doing all that service. Tell us oh, a little yeah. about that. So humanitarian lean is pretty much the foundation of how to apply lean to helping people and to helping nonprofits become more successful and making process for people better, right? So how do you make self-sufficient communities? How do you make, right? So that was all about biosand water filters were all about to have communities provide their own water. So over the last couple of years, we've implemented several hundred. Very, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. How long has LCI been on their lean journey? So we started... Our lean journey in 2014. So about six years. Yep. And you said you've been the lean coordinator there. You were the first one. You've been there doing that job for four years, you said? I was lean coordinator for th- about a little over three, yes. Okay, yep. And you have, how many sites do you have that you work with? I have seven as of now. Se- seven facilities. That's a lot. Keeps you busy, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Why did LCI want to embark on a lean journey? What did they hope to gain? So it was originally driven in 2014 from our CEO at that time. And our major focus was, you know, obviously we're a very aggressive, fast-growing company. So how do we successfully continue to grow? How do we become more efficient? But more importantly, how do we drive a culture where everybody can be a change agent and everyone's focused on continuous improvement? Okay. So along with that, what have been some of your biggest struggles on your lean journey? So the first one would be variation. I mean, obviously, the recreational vehicle industry comes with a lot of variation, a lot of different types of vehicles. Are they custom? Is everyone of them custom? Some are. Um, well, just so we have a lot of different customers, and each customer has different styles gotcha. and shapes. Okay. 
So some of the plants that I work with will actually do 100% changeover every year. Wow. Kind of a, a learning point for us as a division, applying lean in that manner, because it's not just a cookie cutter stamping process of doing one part, one part, one part. We're doing a ton of different parts all the time and continuously are in getting new parts. Okay. Yeah, because you got to get ready for next year's change or whatever, right? 100%. What have been some of the biggest things that you've learned from those struggles? So biggest ones is how to apply lean and intense variation processes. So as demand changes, not only demand fluctuations, but if you're on XU, 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 and you're running, you know, 100,000 different SKUs every year, new parts, how do you manage that and mitigate that to allow those to float on your, your existing cells? Or how do you create the flexibility in your layouts to allow those parts to smoothly change over as you, as you run new models? Mm-hmm. Okay. Just flexibility in layout and things that you do. Is that biggest thing that you've learned? How important that of is? Of course. Yeah, I think flexible layouts have a huge impact on success of lean because it allows you to react to any changes in either demand or product mix. Uh, and if you have that mix in there, then you're allowed to keep moving forward in your lean journey versus making a very structured cell that only allocates to a certain type of product or a certain mix. Excellent. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I have a mixed model background myself. I was lucky enough to have worked at JCIT, which was John Costanza Institute of Technology. Okay. And John had developed a lot of the, the techniques for developing mixed model line design and mixed model methodologies. So it is very, very powerful. Great for a lot of, you know, high mix, low volume environments. Yeah, of course. And it's kind of fun to do too. Yeah, absolutely it is. What have been some of the greatest successes on, on your lean journey? So first off, I would say, you know, having our leaders doing lean projects on their own has been a win in itself, where they're not just typing day three or writing it themselves, but they're going through the PDCA methodology and, and implementing their changes on their own, you know, and following those best practices and getting to the true cause on their own. Uh, and some of the, the things that have allowed us to get there is that three-tier system of continuous improvement that we've implemented across the organization. So you have JFIs, so just fix this practical problem solving and Kaizen events. Okay. Would be the biggest impact that okay. we've really had. Yeah. How those successes benefited the organization? So having that trifecta, right? So you had to just fix it. So what just fix it is encourages and empowers team members to do 24 hour improvements. So it's something small. Okay. That's in their job or in their process that they can make an impact now. And we give them all the tools and resources and we encourage them to do their own improvements and then record those and celebrate them. But then the A3 side, so these are problem-solving projects, mm-hmm. all, your, all your improvements. Yep. You know, really it's about creating that culture of CI and the fact that we have leaders, almost every leader in the whole organization has an expectation of X amount of A3s per quarter or per view or per year, which is audited and reviewed during the review process at the end of the year. Okay. And then on the lean side, for us lean practitioners and coordinators and directors, we have expectations to not just help facilitate the others, but to facilitate a certain amount of Kaizen events every quarter and every year. So for my team, each of the coordinators and practitioners need to do two to four Kaizen events per quarter. To tie that all together, the <laughs> biggest benefit of the whole thing is our report out process. So for our report out process, what that kind of looks like is we have a plant report out where all the teams that did an A3 that quarter will come in and all the business unit leaders will come in and they'll present their, their A3s. At the end of that event, the business unit leader will pick one of the A3s that was the most impactful A3, and that person or that team will move on to the divisional report out. So that all the plants in the division will come and compete 
with their best day threes. And a panel from a separate division will come vote and pick the best day three for the quarter. So not only are we coming there, we're dressing to impress. We're suiting up. We right. got our ties on. We got our dresses on. We're, right. we're dressed to impress. We're here to have fun and we celebrate as a family. But secondly, I mean, you got to imagine if you have the best improvements in the organization all in one room, off site, hanging out, everyone in that room is walking out of there with some idea or some way to improve something else from other project or the other team that did something, as well as giving suggestions and giving ideas for future A3s for those teams to work on. So just to that, that wrap up, that report out process has just been the biggest benefit throughout the organization. Well, that's Imagine. fantastic. That's great. You're kind of doing your own little March Madness every quarter, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got brackets and everything. That's awesome. Uh, what have been some of the biggest surprises you've seen on your lean journey? I mean, obviously, we're a very fast-paced organization. I think one of the biggest surprises as a company has been that, you know, Lean takes patience and really it takes a vision, a really strong vision. Sure, absolutely. And if you don't have one of those, it, you're going to struggle or you might not get there, right? So if you think of Lean as organizational health, because it's not just efficiencies, it's not just cost, it's everything. It's safety, it's quality, it's process, it's people, it's, I mean, it's the, whole, the whole thing. It's organizational health in a whole. So organizational health is relative to staying in shape per se. You can't stay fit by eating a bunch of junk food all day long. Right. Just like you can't stay profitable by ignoring waste. Right. And, and secondly, you can't keep that six pack without working out every day and having a system to work out. Just like you can't stay number one in your market sure. or beat your competition. If you don't strive towards continuous improvement and doing a threes all the time. Right. Yep. No, Absolutely. You mentioned your just do it. I think you call them. Just do it, yep. Or what do the employees use to capture those activities? So we started our journey doing videos. So, you know, they would do the improvement and then we would go out. We would help them record their video. We'd do a quick little one and a half, two minute snip. And you'll actually see some fun ones. If you check out my LinkedIn later. Okay. Um, of like the at home ones. We'll do that throughout the organization. And then every week we'll pick one and, and blast it throughout the email throughout the whole company. And we'll celebrate that person's, that team member's uh, improvement for the week. Um, so they'll do videos. And actually, okay. we've migrated because we're doing so many now. Like, we're doing several hundred every month now in wow. one plant, one division, that we're doing PowerPoint slides. So some of the plants are, you know, have one little snip, a before picture, and after picture. What was the problem before and what, what was the fix and who fixed it? And then we'll frame them. We'll hang them at their department. We'll hang them in their cell. And it's kind of like a bragging game, right? Like, sure. I got 20 fix-its hanging up. How many do you have, right? Right, But yeah. it also shows how much they've impacted and how much they care. Sure, and yeah. Their core values, right? Yep, sounds like you guys are doing a fantastic job of celebrating the employees and getting them engaged. Yeah, I think that's the number one key to success, honestly. Sure, absolutely. If my company were beginning a lean journey today, what advice would you give us? So I have five small pieces of advice. Uh, the first one would be it needs to be driven from the top. If your top level is not going to support it and own it and drive it, it is either going to be a really painstaking adventure and journey <laughs> or it will never stick. That's one. Two, I would say strategic alignment is critical. So as you have top level vision, right? Like I said, vision earlier, you know, what is your three to five year vision? Where do you want to be in three to five years? And does your one year objective align with that? Does your business unit keep KPIs? performance indicators mm -hmm. marry up with your one-year objectives and does your departmental visual displays align with those daily goals to get you to where you want to be in a month in a year and in three to five years sure so we're always measuring right 100 and if you don't align then everyone's going their own direction yep absolutely 
Uh, three would be invest in your team. So if you're super serious about lean, spend the money, drop the cash, send them to an NEP program, send them to a university, send them to some firm that trains because it does two things. One, you're going to get some really skilled people that are going to be driven to change your business and grow your process. But secondly, you're going to get family members for life because you not only show them that you care about their education, but that you care about their growth, right? And by dropping the cash and saying, hey, I'm going to spend money on you for you is a message that you just can't send any other way, right? Sure. No, so yeah. I'm saying that's in your team is three. Four, once you have your team members going through these programs and learning lean, set the expectation for those leaders and those team members to complete a certain amount of projects per quarter and per year. And make that an accountability process to their review, their end year reviews. And that'll keep driving the bar higher and higher. And then the last one, my favorite one, is drive home a report out process. Get your team off the floor, go off site, dress up, get all slick, right? Do your hair, <laughs> right? right? Get looking good, have fun, celebrate, and learn from each other's biggest improvements that you've done throughout the last three months. Fantastic. No, that sounds like a lot of you guys. Sound like a, a really fun organization to be part of. Oh, yeah. I would say that's the best part about working for Leopard is we're fun, we're hungry, and, and we never stop. Yep. And very successful as well. Yep. Fantastic. So final wrap-up, how can we find out more about your organization and uh, learn learn more about LCI? Well, so LCI, uh, you can go to the website, which is lci1.com. And if you have any questions for me and you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn under Sean Kale. More than happy to answer any questions and connect with anyone. So. Awesome. Sean, thank you very much. It was fantastic. And uh, I hope people reach out and communicate with you and connect with you. Yeah, thank you. This is yeah. a blast. Great. Have a great one. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sean Kale at LCI Components. Consuming information is great. I'd like you to take what Sean had to say to make yourself and your company a little bit better today. This podcast is for you. So if there are topics you'd like me to cover, or if you'd like to share your company's lean journey, please contact me at tom at americanlean.com. Full show notes can be found at americanlean.com slash blog. RV Component Company uses report out process to celebrate and drive employee engagement. Till tomorrow, have a great one. Thank you for joining us today. As always, we are honored to serve you and we hope that you and your company are getting a little bit better every day. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and share it with others in the lean and business community. If you'd like to turbocharge your lean efforts, please visit us at AmericanLean.com.